This week on a special episode of a podcast from beneath, it's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Watch out. <laughs> They're coming. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. The unburied dead are coming back to life, seeking human victims. You know what? I saw that movie again. I, I had to show because I, I don't think my wife watched it, and we watched it. I want to say about last week, and I still love that movie. The original, the original? yes, yes I love the, the original. original. I like I like yes. the remake too. I think Tom Savini done a really good job on the remake. Well, he did, he did, but I don't know. There's just something about the original. You got to see, you got to see the original, and then you can you know go from there. Oh yeah, definitely watch the original first. Exactly. All right, so uh, Mr. Poe, how's it going? I'm doing good, man. Um, it's shoot, it's gonna be Halloween. Yes, and come tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. will be Halloween. Yeah, and all the little kids and everything will be running out getting candy, and uh, I got a little costume I might freak them out with. So it's all gonna be good fun. <laughs> Sounds really interesting. <laughs> I'll so send are, you pictures. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. So we are talking about uh, Halloween three, season of the witch. But before we dive into the movie, let's talk about the origins of Halloween. What do you got on the origins of Halloween? Um, I just know it as All, all Hallows Eve. Um, I know. Uh, I really, you know, that's why I, I like that you wanted to get into it because I mean, I really didn't dive too much into you know the whole halloween tradition and all that so i'm really looking forward to what you what you found out <laughs> right. well i have a really good source um if you go to history.com they have a really good article about the history of halloween trick-or-treat all of it um, awesome. yeah so the halloween's origins date back to like ancient uh celtic festivals that were called Samhain. And it, and you, you, that may not sound familiar, but it's um, the spelling of it is not is nowhere near way how you pronounce it. The spelling is S A M H A I N, which I'm sure you've seen that before. Yeah, but it's yeah, you know, it's pronounced Samhain, and I, I'm sure other people pronounce it Sam Hain or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not for yeah. sure how they pronounce it. Um. But it was mainly mainly took place in like um, Ireland, United Kingdom, the northern parts of France, and what they were celebrating was the their New Year, which they celebrate on November first, and of course that marked the end of summer, and it was um, the end of the harvest and the beginning of a dark, cold winter, which was associated with a lot of human death. Yeah, and rightfully so, so. Yeah, yeah. So they so they believed that on the uh, the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead, you know, were blurred together. So they would, <clears throat> they would basically have big bonfires, burn all their old crops and have animal sacrifices to, I guess, keep the portal closed, keep the, you know, keep everybody happy or whatever. Man, what they used to believe in. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> 
Yeah, that's that's interesting, man. And it kind of makes sense, you know, because around this time, you know, well, down here in, in Texas where I'm at, you know, it's starting to cool off a little bit. And, you know, it's starting to get about that time. So it kind of makes sense to me, you know, getting ready for the winter. And, of course, the time change and everything, it'll get darker sooner. About 6 o'clock, it'll be dark outside. So Yeah, it's starting to – we're having – our temperatures are fluctuating up here in West Virginia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we're going from 80 and then 43 at night. And then the next day it could be low 40s all day. <laughs> and then right back to the hot days. But, um, but, yeah, we're starting to get the, you know, of course, the um, daylight saving time is starting to get darker now. It, it Before too long, I figure sometime next month it's going to start getting dark about 5 o'clock, which yeah. I really enjoy. Yeah, um, it's I, I kind of enjoy it too. It kind of gets old after a while. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Always nice to go back and forth. Yeah. But uh, you would you did you mention you'd mention All Saints Day, right? Yeah. Oh well. Um. Yeah. We when we kind of talked about it before we got on. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. I did mention that as well. Yeah. So that was I guess kind of the same thing, but that was more of the um, Roman and like Christian part of it, which you know they would come in. Um. They had like festivals for you know they include all saints, as well as the martyrs, and they and it was uh basically they done it from like May thirteenth to November first or something like that. I really that that part that 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 side of it's not really as interesting as the you know the first part of it. Yeah, I don't know. it's still the, it's um, still part of history. Yeah, yeah, it's still part of it, but it's just not as interesting. Um, <laughs> But the celebration of Halloween, um, that was like a um, kind of came. They, they, of course, they brought it from Europe over to you know, like you know, North, you know, New England and all that. Um, and it was a way for like um, it says, borrowing from European tra- uh, traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go to houses asking for food or money. A practice that eventually became today's trick or treat tradition. Um, oh, and young women believed that on Halloween they could divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple pairings, or mirrors. Man, it sounded a lot more interesting back in the day. Yeah, I know. A bunch of single women out in the street doing <laughs> stuff with straining. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting it with an apple. Look over here. But then, wow, yeah, she but, could really yeah. whip that and screen. Then, <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. And then in the late 1800s, um, that's when the in America became more of a uh, community neighborhood get together um, that was more about the ghosts and pranks. But then later on, it became um, where you had like Halloween parties for children and adults. It was a way to celebrate parties focused on games, foods, seasons, and festive costumes. Just kind of like a cheap way for communities to, you know, sort of do stuff together. So Yeah, which is good. Yeah. And then I'm sure it's completely different now than, I mean, I don't really <laughs> do it much anymore. But uh, I'm sure there's yeah. some, I mean, like I know that um, now, some things that I know that are different now are, and this is just around here, like, I'm still currently living where I grew up and this is where we would trick or treat. You know, we'd walk. Yeah. This, you know, I live up a hollow. We would walk it. Now they don't do that anymore because it's, I guess it's less safe. <laughs> so everybody, 
goes to one spot. You know, and, and you see it, and you see it like you know they'll have you know trick or treat at the mall or stuff like that. And to me, that's like that's different. Yeah, you know, completely different from it was when we were growing up. Well, and you know where I grew up, I, I kind of witnessed the same thing. Where, you know, when I was taking my son trick-or-treating, we would walk the same street I walked, and it was just dark. Like, no one had decorations out. But where I currently live, it's just awesome. I mean, people get in the back. They have, uh, they'll pull their trailers, and their friends and kids are all back there, and the kids will get off and come get candy. You know, Um, it reminds me of that that time, uh, the town I currently live in, and... um, it's just I, I I think you know paranoia and and thinking that all this crazy stuff's gonna happen. I remember the craze when people thought things were in candy and all that was was just like a folk tale. It didn't really happen. None yeah, that's that that, that's one thing I would like to get there is there's no razor blades and apples, people. <laughs> no, I mean it. it someone and, came up with a story and, that, and it just took off like wildfire. Yeah, and I would also say that people aren't putting free drugs in your kids' candy. Yeah. The, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to get that away. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, and I, I get it to be safe and you want your kids to be safe and all that. But, I mean, you know, it takes away from being, like you said, what it started out to be was like the community got together and we're all, you know, having fun, dressed up. And I really hope that doesn't go away altogether. I really hope it makes a comeback, especially if, you know, my son's got to experience that, you know, all the kids on the street and walking around and all that. You know, I I don't know. I I just uh, I hate seeing dark streets on Halloween should have people sitting out front. I remember seeing grown-ups dressed up as like a witch or a werewolf and just you know scary and then give you candy and then you walk off you know (laughs) so yeah Yeah, i would say the you know from when i first started you know doing the trick-or-treat thing up until you know i was too old for it nothing ever happened like i don't remember hearing about any (laughs) you know so i don't i don't know where all the i guess i guess it is just paranoia i guess i don't know Maybe, maybe, and you know, if you live in a world where you're always paranoid, you're not going to enjoy nothing. You're just going to be scared of everything. Right. And, and you know, not to get political or anything like that, but in the world we live in right now, uh, everybody's scared, and they just, you know, they need to have fun. Just, you know, come together, and it doesn't hurt to trust someone, you know, uh, especially. You know, don't push people away. That's all I'm trying to say. Especially little kids trying to come up and get candy. If you're, you know, oh, I don't want to deal with that. You shut off your lights. I mean, that's just, why not just have your door there and you're watching TV and then get up when the doorbell rings or someone knocks at it and you hand out candy and go back to what you were doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like the, um, I mean, obviously when I was a kid, I like doing the trick-or-treat part. Then, yeah, the few times that I got to do it, I like the, uh, you know, giving out the candy too, so. Yeah. Like I said, they don't do that around here anymore, so I don't get to do that now. <laughs> if you do it, they're going to be like, don't go to that house. That yeah, guy's crazy. Nah, it, that guy talks is... to himself. I hear him every Friday night. <laughs> he's talking, and there's nobody's talking back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just in there plotting. I know it. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, luckily where I live now, that still kind of that that still happens, you know, and it's fun. That's so, cool. well, yeah, we still do it. I, I love doing it. Of course, this Halloween I'll be at work, so it won't really matter. <clears throat> Ooh, no, that's all right. Yeah, you'll be at work, and they'll be hanging the freaking Christmas decorations and playing Christmas music. Oh, we 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 already have Christmas merchandise out on the floor, so good. Don't worry I, I'm about glad. that. I'm glad. Yeah, no, I, I was I really was upset. I thought maybe we weren't going to do it this year, <laughs> but they came through. <laughs> they came through. They had Christmas they... stuff put out before September was over. God, man, that's nuts. But anyways, let's not talk about depressing things. What was your uh, what was your favorite <laughs> costume as a kid uh, that, my... that you had? Not one, I... not not the ones you wanted, but the <laughs> ones that you had. <laughs> I wanted, man. Uh... I had the uh, the nice plastic Superman costume. All when it nice. came with the cardboard box with the cellophane window on the front yep. so you could see the face. Hell yeah, I I rocked that probably golly quite a few years. My mom had to go rebuy that costume because it was a cheap piece of crap. <laughs> oh yeah, you would step on it <laughs> when you were wearing it and rip holes into the bottom of it. Well, see, I'm a tall goofball, so I guess I was kind of tall for my age, so I'd, like, have ribs in the side, and i look like I was wearing, like, you know, bell bottoms or something. It was weird. But I enjoyed the hell out of wearing it, so. Oh, yeah, that, that, that was fun. I actually, I had the Superman one also. Um, that's the only one. That's the only one of that type of costume that I ever had. I never had, like, any other characters or anything like that. I just had that one. Yeah. Now, what I wanted to be, I remember one year, <laughs> I wanted to be Freddy Krueger. And, <laughs> and I told my mom, I want to be Freddy Krueger. She didn't know who the hell that was. And then I said, oh, I, I need to make my glove. And I asked my dad, can I put, like, knives or something poking out of the glove? He's like, are you crazy? <laughs> I'm like, well, that's the costume. <clears throat> but, yeah, he didn't he didn't let me go through with that. So what would you end up being that year? I don't know. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I don't even remember. I probably what, just like that's what you oh. went as disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I do remember that. My dad was like, "Hell no, you ain't doing that." Yeah. The uh, uh, the only other I guess costumes I can remember is besides the the plastic mask would be the cheap grease paint that you would buy <laughs> in the little cardboard tube. Oh yeah. That would have like examples on the back that obviously a professional artist had done, and you were you were going to get nowhere close to it. <laughs> kind of like the McDonald's menu looks all nice and bright, and oh man, that that looks good. And they give it to you. It's like they oh wow, I can still see the microwaves coming off of this. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely <I'm> made fresh. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you know when you bought it, you know you bought the. Uh, you bought the grease paint like uh, two weeks before Halloween, but you had to try it out. So you end up using it all before Halloween gets there. Then you just end up going as the hobo. <laughs> An old torn up flannel shirt stick with a bandana tied to it and dirt on your face. And that was it. There's always, it never fails. If you can't come up with a costume, you can always be in a real quick rush. You could be a hobo or a pirate. Or the mummy. If you got enough toilet paper, oh, you can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mummy. <laughs> uh, just have to go to the store the next day and get more toilet paper. This is true. 
Yeah. Uh, or you, you look like you rolled out from underneath a car or something. Like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> so, uh, what was your favorite candy to get as a kid? My favorite candy was uh, the sweet tarts. I like the sweet tarts. Sweet tarts were good. Um, I've got to go with Reese cups. That even today, the Reese pumpkins, oh, for yeah. some reason, is the best thing ever. I don't know if it's the ratio of peanut butter <laughs> to chocolate that you get in the pumpkin shape, but they are better, and they're they're actually better than the trees, like the Christmas tree ones. Like they should just sell the pumpkins fucking year round, right? No, I, it's my. The best. Um, my wife bought a sheet around this time. She buys little packets of, you know, the little fun size stuff. Right now there's Kit Kats. There's still Kit Kats in there, but by oh, tomorrow, like too. by tomorrow they'll be gone. But before that was the Reese's pumpkins and those didn't last, but a day. They're not going to. Yeah. So. And of course, I guess like now be like, you know, an adult and not really doing the trick or treat thing. The best thing now is the day after Halloween when all the candy goes on sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it's like, okay, now we can start Christmas because I'm <laughs> some Halloween candy. A dollar uh, a bag. <laughs> well, I'm still fortunate enough. You know, my my oldest, he's 16, so he's just dressing up and they're going to go. He's going to walk around with his friends or so. I don't know. They probably got some party. But uh, my youngest, he's, he's 12. So he's still in the... Realm, yeah. So, yeah. So after that, it's no more. You know, they won't be dressing up anymore. Probably. When what? What was? Do you remember the last time you dressed up? Oh well, now I mean, as an adult, I uh, I think I I dressed up last year. My wife wanted me to dress up, so I went as the most horrible thing I could think of, and it was the Jared Leto Leto Joker. And if you don't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Look you on Facebook. Me, yeah, you got to. Send me uh, I will share. share I will. I will send it. I have my hair, uh, the little paint, you know, for the hair, uh-huh. colored green. And then I looked on YouTube how to make a foil grill. And actually, it was how did you walk around with aluminum foil in your mouth like that? Okay, it wasn't aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it wasn't aluminum foil. What it was, it was um, you know, the gum wrappers. Uh huh. Yeah, they showed oh, okay. it, man. It fits like perfect on your teeth, and of course, on the other side of it is paper. All right, so yeah. You see, just spit it on there, and I saw that on YouTube, and it came out perfect. Hmm. So yeah, everybody's like, "Oh my god, how'd you do that with your teeth?" And I, I told them, and they're like, "Oh, that's cool." So um, yeah, I still, I think I still have the tattoo shirt I was wearing. The last time that I dressed up was I was in high school. Probably senior year, and I dressed up as the crow. That That's was, awesome. That was the last time <laughs> that I ever dressed up. Man, I'm trying to think of my so costumes. I'll, I'll also have to put that picture on the show notes. <laughs> well, see, and as an adult, you I got invited to Halloween parties, and one year, me and my wife, she went as Medusa, and I went as uh, like a, a gladiator-type-looking dude. And then one year, we went as a disco couple, so I oh in my rocker oh man me and my youngest brother we dressed up as eighties rockers it was awesome all right yeah we look like twisted sisters like uh, opening band I don't know what you would call <laughs> us but we were horrendous um, but it was fun yeah I've never done I've never gone to a Halloween party I guess the closest I've ever done was you know parties at work 
you know, have like a Halloween party at work. <laughs> which which now reminds me. So that reminds me, I did dress up once. With, once after that, I was a uh, dressed up as a uh, Star Trek character. Oh, okay. One of the you know the Halloween parties at work. But I had like the phaser and the communicator and the shirt and all that. So a red shirt, blue. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the red shirt. Yeah. Um, cool. No, that's cool. So, um, so that pretty much covers all of, uh, like Halloween. What uh, I was going to ask you this too, and I don't mean to like put you on the spot. It's just stuff I thought about throughout the no, day. Well, that's fine. What's like one of your favorite, and I don't, I'm going to, I'm not, you can't include Nightmare on Street or Friday 13th. Okay. Um, Halloween horror themed, uh, like NES game from your childhood. Oh, Shoot. Or Sega. Or Atari or, Jack. Or Sega. Or, or whatever you Oh, had. my God. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm trying to think for NES. Um, I know Sega, there was a game It was called The Ooze. I like that one. You're just uh, pretty much the blob. And you're, like, moving around on the ground. And you get to kill people and swallow them up and stuff. That was cool. And, of course, Slaughterhouse. That was awesome, too. Yeah, um, game from Sega. Yeah. So, um, basically, you know, the horror games I usually got for Sega because I was around that age. I was, like, maybe, what, like 10 or 11. So, I was able to, you know, I, I could pick those kind of games. Like, when I had a Nintendo, I didn't really get to pick what games. <laughs> it was, like, Mario Brothers, and that was it. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> Duck Hunt. Maybe that's a horror game. That stupid dog Duck always Hunt. laughing at me because I can't shoot worth a shit. But yeah, that's my answer. The Ooze. That's a fun game. That's still a fun game. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I played that one. I'll have to look, look at that one later and see if I recognize it. Yeah. Uh, let's see if you remember this little gem from 1989 Uh-oh. called Monster Party. No. It was a... Uh, it, uh, it just about had... I would say almost all of the universal monsters in it, but then it also had like, you know, like, um, I think it had like Medusa and stuff in it. I remember that, that game being really good, like a wow. really good, uh, like horror game. I'm trying to remember exactly what the, um, like what the main storyline was, but like, I'm pretty sure that like the mo- like you turn into the monsters, I think. Like, as you're playing it, I guess each, um, level you have to turn into a different monster to like progress to the level. You know what? Now that I'm thinking of NES, Ghost and Goblins. Ghost that was a that was just a nightmare. That that game is hard. <laughs> I fucking hate that game. I even got the you know that little NES they sold the classic. Yeah, yeah. I bought that and Ghost and Goblins is on it. Guess what? It's still fucking hard, even on easy. And I hate that damn game. <laughs> yeah, I figure it's pretty pretty rough there. I still play it too, and I hate it. I don't know why. <clears throat> All right, so before we move on to our uh, feature here, I just want to uh, give a little shout-out to a uh, local band called The Renfields. They are a uh, horror-themed punk band. Um, and uh, I recommend everybody, you know, if you haven't heard before, check them out. Um, I'll leave a link in the description to where you can buy their music. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely check them out. Um, I think everybody will uh, really like them. 
I'm looking forward to listening to it because this is the first time I ever heard of them. <laughs> so we were talking about music before we were recording, and um, you told me about them, and and uh, I looked it up, and it yeah, I, I agree with you. That's some good uh, Halloween punk rock. So yes. All right, so <clears throat> 1982, Halloween three, season of the witch. Kids all over America want silver shamrock mask for Halloween. Dr. Daniel Chalice seeks to uncover a plot by the silver shamrock owner. Uh, what's his name? Connell Cochran? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I'm, <laughs> that I'm not going to pronounce the name. Uh, yeah, Connell Cochran, yeah. yeah. Movie stars Tom Atkins as Daniel. He's the man. Stacy Nelkin as Ellie and Dan O'Reilly as Connell Cochran. What are your uh, what are your thoughts on Halloween three? Uh Halloween three. Um when I watched this a long time ago, of course I was really getting into slasher movies and when I ran Halloween 3. I was kind of like everybody that was a moviegoer back in the day. Highly disappointed that Michael Myers isn't in it. Well, later on in life, when I you know, got older and everything and was able to sit down and enjoy a plot to a movie, I actually enjoy it. It's, uh, it's different. It's, it's a good story, and it's uh, I, I just can't say enough good things about it now. <laughs> I mean, it's a... It's a good movie. Yeah, Michael Myers and slashing people up, but it's kind of like a little re- refreshing <clears throat> thing, you know. I, I I enjoy it. I like the I like Halloween three. I've watched it several times. I have always liked it. I've never I was never of course I mean I saw it you know when it came out in eighty two on you know, home beer or whatever. But ever since then I've liked it. I, I've I've never ooh there's no Michael Myers I hate it. I've I've never been that way. Um, but what I do like about it, or what I do like about the idea of it, is, um, you know, after after part two, you know, they killed Michael Myers. We're ending this. John Carpenter's idea was to do a new movie every year, you know, every Halloween, a new Halloween movie every year that would be a different Halloween-related story. And I'm pretty sure the even the other idea was they were all take place in the same town. It would probably be connected in some way, but they were going to be different films every year. Yeah, that to me would have been awesome, right? Yeah, I mean to but think of movie, what would have been. Yeah, yeah. After this movie, you know, basically bombed at the box office, then they decided, well, we need to bring back Michael Myers, and then you get what you have now, which I would prefer. I would have preferred more of this, you know, different stories taking place at Halloween. But yeah, they're all different stories. I think I would have preferred that a lot more than what yeah. we ended up with. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with you. I mean, yeah, to think what he could have done with the different ones. But I mean, you know, Michael Myers is up there. I mean, that's the he's part of the Trinity, you know, you got Freddie, Jason, and Michael. I mean, those are the ones that, you know, started it all with the slasher films and and influenced a lot of people. I get what you're saying because I am a fan of anthology films as well, but 
I understand the other, you know, I mean, at that time, not a lot of people, I guess, were into stuff like that. I guess they wanted to, they wanted to see, you know, the same guy do the same thing, which kind of gets tiring after a while. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, also, I mean, I know they've done Halloween too, um, but before that, there what we we hadn't got into this idea of running a franchise into the ground right oh there yeah was no i mean there wasn't even a freddy krueger yet um i don't know how many there was probably only one friday friday 13th right by this time and uh whatever. yeah it was uh, michael and then uh then jason yeah well, not Jason, but... Jason. Well, I mean, Friday the 13th. <laughs> when we're talking um, about the slasher. I mean. Yeah. Um, but actually, before this, there was, you know, the, Halloween really wasn't even the first slasher. It was the first one that would have been Black Christmas, right? I believe so. Okay. Um, but that's different because... <laughs> I, I, I guess it's different because it's not the same... It wouldn't be the same person like it is with these guys it's always michael myers and jason right. you know that movie but that, but that, is totally yeah, but, different yeah, yeah but that, that's what i'm getting at is at this time no one was expecting you know another michael myers and you know do another one do another one so i think this was the start of the um the cash grab <laughs> you know what i'm saying Oh, that oh movie, yeah, that, that didn't make any money, but everybody loves Michael Myers. All right, even though we killed him off for no reason at all, we're gonna bring him back <laughs> just for money. And it, you know, and it takes away from. I don't know. It takes away from. That's why I'm a fan of like the first Halloween, and I'm a fan of Halloween three, <laughs> and I'm a huge fan of like you like the new, even the new one. I kind of, I'm you know, I'm a fan of it, but. That that's pretty much it. I mean, I could like you know you can kind of get rid of everything else in the middle. Yeah, which they kind of did <laughs> with the new one. Yeah, I know. So yeah, so basically the um, we have the Silver Shamrock Company, um, who are doing bad things. Um, I guess they're actually they're um, this movie here. The plot of this movie actually connects to the original the origins of halloween yeah with the celtic ritual of course this and they, you know they they have stonehenge <laughs> in this movie <laughs> but i think it's also uh it's based around the uh the sow and, and all that you know what i'm saying yeah i think that's, i think that's where they got a lot of their backstory from on this one but I guess their plan is to, they're going to use the power of Stonehenge to kill a bunch of kids all at the same time. And what what they're doing is they take, somehow Stonehenge is programming these microchips mm-hmm. that, that they put into the masks. There's three masks. There's a pumpkin, a skeleton, and a witch. And the uh, mask have the chip on it, yeah. But it's basically a uh, just a badge that you know the Silver Shamrock advertisement on the back of it. And whenever you you know you're supposed to put this mask on, whenever they show this commercial, which everybody knows the commercial, everybody knows the song. 
And if you don't, go watch the movie. Yeah, and it just flashes, you know, the uh, pumpkin on the screen. And basically turns your head into mush, and bugs and snakes come out of your head. <laughs> yeah, that's basically and, it. And that's their plan, to kill every kid <laughs> on Halloween. Now, I don't remember. Why, why do they want to kill the kids? Do they even say? I guess because of <laughs> evil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to make these masks, and they're going to be powered by what? Uh, Stonehenge. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, now, well, now what? Yeah, we're going to kill the kids. Why? <laughs> because. Yeah. Just because. Yeah, I don't, really, I don't really remember the point of killing the kids. Um, unless it, uh, unless they're using, like, you know, the kids' souls or something. I have no idea. Maybe. Who knows? But it, it's it's an interesting story. I think it's a lot more. It's I, I would classify this as horror sci-fi, really, because they're using like you know Stonehenge, which you know I guess everybody believes Stonehenge aliens put it there. Um, so that's what I classify this as, and it really comes off as that, especially some of the like you said the death. I mean. How do how do snakes come out of your head? And you're That's just the one thing always bothered me is I don't know where the snakes and bugs come from. <laughs> it's like a pocket in the mask. I mean, I don't get it. <laughs> Are they just there the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they're obviously not coming from inside the head. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a cool scene, right? Whether it's so the uh, so the first, you know, I guess spoiler. Um, we don't see we don't see every kid in the world die at the end of this movie. But what we do see is now, I guess them testing it out. Right. Yeah. They invite this, I guess the guy works. For, I don't know. I don't know if this guy works for him or if they won like a contest, but they get to come there. Husband, wife, and the kid, they get to come tour the factory. Willow Wonka style. <laughs> <clears throat> and they give the kid, you know, one of the masks, it's the pumpkin mask, which is the one I always wanted. Side note, when this movie came out, you could actually buy those masks. Really? Yeah, they were they were a real product. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I damn really it want I only knew. Like, yeah, like somebody needs to like remake them like now so I can get one. Oh, I, I bet I, someone I always wanted the pumpkin one. Um <clears throat> But I guess this is their test. So they you know they give they take them to this, you know, fake living room and there's snacks and the kid puts the mask on and they play the commercial. And this kid's like just grabbing his head, and then, like I said, it's his head basically turns to mush, right? Yeah. And he falls over, and there's uh, crickets and snakes coming out <clears throat> of his head. Who we'll come up with this concoction of things? It's great. It's great. Uh, it's let's put snakes and crickets in there. Crickets. Grasshoppers too. Oh, grasshopper. Yeah. Yeah, there, I'm sure there was other there's other bugs in there too, um, but so the, you know that that's when we see that's what they're doing. But then there's another really good scene where um, someone, I guess someone's figuring it out, or someone's like, I can't remember who the woman is, but she's in her hotel room. And oh uh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. She basically, I guess she's looking at the uh, the little silver shamrock badge that's on the masks. I guess she's trying to, you know, she guess she figures out that it's, you know, you can open or whatever. So she tries to open it 
And what she does, like electric, <laughs> like electric <laughs> blue light hits her in the face. So now we see what the mask actually does to you without the mask on. So we see like her face melting and like her head caving in. And then, of course, snakes come out. <laughs> Which is, that is my favorite scene of That's this a movie. a really good scene, yeah. It is. And it's it's brutal. I mean, I remember well, watching it with my there, wife and there, she's like, the other, the other scene, well, I would say the other more brutal scene is the uh, Tom Atkins sex scene. That has to be <laughs> that has to be more upsetting. <laughs> Just a little bit. Because <laughs> I mean that girl was so young. <laughs> I know. This don't continues to weird me out. <laughs> like, ah, it's your grandfather. <laughs> kissing. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so like the really good special effects. I mean I really like like I said, you know. When you when you see the kid with the mask on, you know you're not really seeing much, you know, until the snakes come out. Although I, I think I think there was one part where the mask kind of tore open, you could see the like his head or whatever. But the yeah. you know, but the scene where wherever she um, she gets hit with the electric without without having a mask on, that scene was really good. That was a really good uh, special effects scene. No, you're right. The special effects in this, I mean, or practical effects in this were, were great. The whole the whole makeup and everything. I love I love how this movie did it. Yeah, Michael's not running around stabbing people, but what we get instead is a, a, a bunch of badass scenes. Badass scenes and then like a really good original story. story. Yeah. Like which <laughs> I know today we talk we complain about Nothing new. They're just remaking everything. <clears throat> Obviously, that's what they were doing back then. Because whenever this flopped, they were just like, "Let's make another Michael Myers movie." <laughs> well, so they, they've, they've kind of always repeated everything, but I still I always like those original. You know, you've never seen this before storyline, and then for some reason, people don't like it, and you never get anything like that again. It's horrible. Yeah, it is. But, you know, we've talked about it before. I mean, and then um, watching documentaries on this, you know, these these directors and and these people that create, they want to do a certain something. And, you know, the studio gets involved and like, no, well, you got to make this first before you can make this. Because the last one you did was a big hit. So then we'll let you do your little pet project after you give us more money. Which sucks because, like you said, what would have been? You know what I mean? Yeah, imagine so, 19, imagine starting in 1981, you know, we have Halloween 3. And then the next year, another Halloween subtitle, whatever you want it to be. But it's directed by, you know, Toby Hooper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the next year, a different Halloween Directed by, you know, Joe Dante or whatever. It, that, that would have been awesome. That would have been great to get a new original horror movie every year. <laughs> for as long as they, I guess, for as long as they could have done it. Yeah, it kind of like. still be doing it today. Kind of like a full feature, you know, Masters of Horror kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Masters of Horror, but you know, in the theater. Yeah. Which, which I don't see great. why John Carpenter couldn't do this today. He could easily do. He he could easily do season of the witch, 
remake season of the witch right no one's going to complain that they're remaking season of the witch because <laughs> everybody hated it anyways i wouldn't mind seeing an updated version of it and then you put it straight on netflix or shutter and then next year you do halloween whatever and you get another director to come on and you do it you just do it and he can do it i say if he's listening do it <laughs> Make Halloween three season of the witch. Just call it season of the witch, and then you know you, next year you do do a different Halloween. You know, have it set in Haddonfield, but it's a different story altogether. Maybe even more science. You know, maybe more science fiction stuff too. Well, you know, I mean, you got these big hit shows right now. I mean, Castle Rock is on its second season, and it's based in like a Stephen T, uh, Stephen King type world. Yeah, it's yeah, it's everything Stephen King is in this show. Yeah, names, places, and, you know, things and all that. Um, so, you know, that could be something that happens in the future. Who knows? I mean, he could just do Haddonfield, right? Have a show called Haddonfield where it's just different. You know, it's like a Tells from the crypt type show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he could look, definitely look at Creep Show. Creep Show came back and it's awesome. It's doing really good. Yeah. Uh shoot, I mean, you know, they uh sometimes they gamble on things and it just works out. And I guess Creep Show might, you know, open some doors now. So That's hopefully it. it does. Hopefully it does. All right, let's talk about the jingle, the Silver Shamrock Jingle. <laughs> the jingle that sticks stuck in your head. head. It's stuck in my yeah. head right now. Um, I actually found a, I posted it yesterday, I think, or a couple of days ago. It was a video of, uh, it was a 10-hour loop <laughs> of the yeah, Silver Shamrock <laughs> Jingle. I'm um, like, is he trying to melt everybody's head? Yeah. What is he doing with that? But it's, uh, it's basically London Bridge is falling down. That's the song they used. Really? Yeah. You know why they used it? Why did they use it? Because it was in the public domain. <laughs> they didn't have to pay for it. Nice. No, but it, it, it that's catchy too, I guess. Well, yeah, the London Bridge part. But yeah, basically, it's. I mean, I would I would hope everybody listening has already heard this. Whether you've seen the movie or you just heard someone repeat it, you know, it's like yeah, it's just a countdown. I don't remember what day they started, but you know two more days to Halloween or whatever. And it just basically says that over and over again with the <laughs> like toy. Is that like a toy piano music? In I the background? I, I think it's like a toy piano or something. I think anyway, so. I'll have to put like a, a clip of it in this uh, episode here. As long as you don't get like copyright violated and taken down, but just so everybody knows <clears throat> what they're missing. Yeah. I think you can share share a clip or something i think you can do that legally but for like 30 seconds or something Something like I'm that. There's a 10 hour version on here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, God. The podcast will get shut down now. 
Yeah. But another, like, uh, I remember this being kind of creepy as a kid was, um, I guess we'll call them the goons. They were basically robots. Yeah, like androids or whatever. Yeah, but you didn't know that they were robots. And I think uh, <clears throat> Tom Atkins, like, punches one, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the green goo comes out of them and yeah, like, pulls out the, the wires and stuff. Yeah, the, the, yeah those, those were kind of creepy, too, the android um, goons that they had. And they all wore suits, you know, 80s-style suits. Like the men in black kind of thing going on with them. But they weren't cool black suits. These were just your everyday 80s businessman suits. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, what were the guys that were was they were part of the Shamrock Corporation? I thought it was the Androids, but it was they did have black suits or something. But they were black. See, I could have swore that they all just wore different, like just like a gray suit with um a blue tie or whatever. I guess so. I'm not going to argue because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to argue though, Rick or Mike. I do have a little question though. The guy that played. Um, the main villain. What's his name? Um, Cochran. Yeah, Cochran. Is he not the guy from RoboCop? Was he in RoboCop? Uh, behave yourselves. Is that not that guy? <laughs> behave. <laughs> I <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. I'll look it up right now. I just he looked. He just said that's where it reminded me of. You know what? I think you're right. No, it says he. Yeah, he was in RoboCop. He was. Behave yourself. (laughs) And that's the part I remembered him from. I was like, I remember that guy. So, see, we've already got like a universe set up here. Yeah. So, Halloween 3 ties into RoboCop. That's good. <laughs> Here's a little fun fact. I was looking at pictures here for some reason uh, on information information movie database. They just have a wide shot of like the gas station and the motel. Gas was a dollar thirty two a gallon. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's that's amazing. <laughs> now now it's not like that, but yeah, back in the day, I guess. Oh, look here. I'm, I'm looking at another picture here, too. I'm sorry that this is not uh, a visual thing we're doing here. Like, it's just audio. But the uh, the family roadster from uh, Vacation. Oh, yeah? That's the vacation is in this one picture. Yeah, it's a green wagon with the uh, wood paneling down the side. Well, I, just are... that, I just wonder if that, was, if that was in there as some kind of uh, Easter egg or something. Shoot, it could have been, but those cars were real popular back then. I remember my grandparents having one. That exact car, though? I just figured that car that they had on that movie was fake. Like, a, not a real car. Oh, you mean colors and all that? Yeah, like the, that, oh, like the picture yeah. was the exact same. <laughs> but maybe, shit, who knows? Or maybe they're like, oh, we need a station wagon. We'll just use that one, you know. We're not making another National Lampoon's family whatever for another two years. So. Yeah, and then and um, they're just going to fly to London. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to drive cross country, or maybe that's what happened to them. They only made it to Haddonfield. Uh oh! And then they all died. Rusty, don't put on the mask. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's what happened. <laughs> yes. And then you played the vacation <laughs> theme song. <laughs> so the Tom Atkins character, he is a uh, he's a doctor working in a hospital whenever the uh, victim shows up. I guess this guy escaped from the uh, Dublin whatever the whatever the factory was called the Dublin factory wherever the uh, silver shamrocks were made. I'm assuming this guy worked there and figured out what they were doing. So he, the movie opens with him escaping. I guess he's just run down the street. <laughs> um, but then he gets brought to the hospital as like a suicide where I think a homeless man finds him or something. And of course, I say it's suicide. Um, yeah, Tom Atkins plays. He's a, he's the doctor that's on call there. How does he end up investigating? <laughs> how does he go from? How does he go from? You know, I can't think of any uh, good names here. From doctor to detective. <laughs> I, I could have thought know. of those names. I'd meant like. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> Oh, from like he goes from like Quincy to fucking Magnum PI. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How does he do that? You know, I guess it's the mustache. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he he ends up like in, and I, I want to say that because he, he meets that girl, right? Because <clears throat> that's her father. Yeah. Her father's the one that is in the hospital dead. Um, but still, who does that? You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I'm a doctor, the... and then. You know, obviously he meets an attractive young woman who's interested in his, you know, in a mustache ride or whatever. <laughs> but then he, but he says, you know, no, you know, I've got to stay here and work <laughs> at the hospital. I can't go chasing, you know, Irish cults <laughs> <laughs> who want to kill every all the kids. No, Tom Atkins, he was a man of action. He got it right in there. Yes, he was a man of action. Um, yeah, probably connected to uh, of the creeps. Maybe the same character, <laughs> which is, by the way, Night of the Creeps, badass movie. Still he had, love he had that. the mustache in that too, right? Yeah, he did. It, 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 so I guess he's probably one of these actors that always had the mustache in every. And you probably know, still I don't think he had it in the fog. I don't think he had it. He might have. It's in the fog. Yeah, now that I think about it, I don't think he did. Hmm. I guess even Tom Selleck eventually shaved off his mustache, right? Yeah, he did, and he For looks weird. Of, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I can't. I mean, Tom Atkins, he's just a badass. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, other, he, yeah and other than other, you know, him. And of course, the RoboCop guy. I don't really recognize anybody else in this in this film. I would like to do credits of movies now, like when they remaster them, and starring <laughs> Tom Atkins, the typical mustache dude, and the RoboCop guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't put it. Like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, that's the guy from RoboCop. And then, like in quotes, you can put, you know. Behave yourself. <laughs> yeah, be, he's the guy. That way, we, that way everybody knows. Yeah, that's exactly this, that's exactly who I was thinking about. Which, if people haven't seen RoboCop, uh, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> everybody needs to see RoboCop. Everybody has to. 
But uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this movie. Yeah, in Halloween three. Yes. Oh, she's the voice TV. of the operator. She's the voice of the operator. Oh, whenever, okay. Uh, whenever he's trying to call. Uh, yeah, when he tries to call, I guess when he tries to call, make a phone call, she's like the voice of the operator. Well, and there is a scene where they're showing Halloween on a TV. It's like yes. an Easter egg kind of thing. You got to yeah. pay attention. I think it's in a guard shack or it's somewhere where there's like a little TV and you see it or it's, I, I, Actually, I can't it remember. It shows a decent amount of it because it's like, um, I guess Halloween is the movie that they're showing the night that night. And that's when their commercial will come on. Mm-hmm. So this is like a commercial for, Hey kids, make sure you watch Halloween and get your mask ready. Because, you know, we're going to show the, yeah, the commercial or whatever. You're um, going to win a prize of death. Yeah. So basically it just, basically it sets, basically it sets this movie in Haddonfield, but the Halloween is just really, it's just a movie that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Uh, that's why they're showing it on TV. I mean, yeah, I just thought it was neat when I rewatched it. I noticed that. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Halloween's on the TV. Yeah, I wish I could find a lot of um, <clears throat> behind-the-scenes stuff for this. So, like, I would love to see the the uh, special effects. You know how they done a lot of the special effects. Yeah, they. I mean, shoot, they got documentaries and behind-the-scenes for everything. You you would think they would have it for this. I mean, I would. That's something I'd be interested in seeing. I don't know. Maybe. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure there's um, some special edition Blu-rays. That either Screen Factory or Arrow Video probably has. You can probably find it. It probably has some uh, some decent behind the scenes stuff on it. Well, cool. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> Halloween three Blu Ray edition. Yeah. So the movie <clears throat> the movie bombed in theaters, <clears throat> but um, the book that was uh, or you know the novelization of the film that came out in nineteen eighty two. Um, was a bestseller. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And, and, when, and they and they reissued it uh, two years after the film's release, so it got it released again in 1984. That's how well it, that it done. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's so pretty believe, cool. Well, I just can't believe that um, people read that book and then said, "This is trash." Michael Myers is not the killer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or did they just not even know? I don't think they knew. Yeah, maybe they just uh, called the book "Season of the Witch." Maybe I don't know. Shoot, I'd like to find that so I could read it. I'm sure you can find it at your local bookstore, but you don't What's have to take again? my word for it. <laughs> What's that again? You mean that place where the they have the movies on books on paper? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> called the library. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I miss Walden Books. I miss going to the bookstore. There's no Barnes and Noble around me. There books is one. Go ahead. We have a books a million. That's what we have around here. Oh, okay. Well, I got Barnes and Noble like on both sides of me, and they're about forty minutes to an hour away. So, what I have in this little town is um, the library. That's about it. So, yeah, I remember going to Walden Books in the mall where I used to live. 
and we just walk in there and look at all the Stephen King books and stuff. I miss those days. Those were pretty cool. Right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we used to have a Walton also, but that mall no longer exists. So, <laughs> got rid of it. <laughs> so now I just have the uh, yeah, books a million. The closest that I have. So the scene whenever uh, he throws the mask up under the security camera. Yeah. 40 takes it took <laughs> to get that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't I imagine. They, I don't know why they just didn't put it up there, having pulled off, pull it off with some filament, <laughs> and then just run it in reverse. Well, and they got it done in one take. <laughs> right? Or they could, they should have had Brian Cranston do it. He got that pizza on that roof one take. Okay. <laughs> Breaking Bad reference, whoever didn't know what the hell I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I've never seen the show, but I still I know, I know the reference. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so using the original molds, the Skull, Witch, and Jack-O-Lantern masks seen in the film were mass-produced by the Don Post Studios and sold in retail stores to promote the film's release. And that's what I want. <laughs> I want, like, an original, or I just want, you know, a repo. I don't care if it's a repo or not. I'd like to have all three. I think that'd be awesome. That would be cool in your little podcast cubby hole that you're mm-hmm. in. Yeah. I'd uh, like to have, you know, my, uh, <laughs> it's totally off topic because we're talking about having cool shit for like your little office. Right. One day I'm going to have uh, Nicholas Cage's weapon from Mandy hanging on the wall behind there me. Okay. That would be awesome. That would. Uh, that's when I get my own little office. That's what I want. But anyway. Yes, the mask would be badass. You're going to make it yourself? You're going to forge it out of anger? (laughs) Yeah. Wearing a tiger shirt. rage. (laughs) Cocaine and whatever the fuck he dipped his fingers into. Yeah, that super drug. Uh, You mentioned the fogger. We were talking about uh, the awesome mustache. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The gas station in this film could also be seen in the fog. John Carpenter's The Fog. Which, that's a good movie, too. Oh, yeah, I love the original, The Fog. First, and this is going to sound crazy. I don't know if I've mentioned this before on this podcast or not, because we've done so many episodes now. Um, First film that I ever saw in a theater, and I still remember it. Wow. I'm talking like when it came out. I'm not talking about like a re-release. I'm talking about when they were... The fall came out. When it was brand spanking new. Brand new. Whatever year that was. 80. 1980. So I remember seeing The Fog in theaters in 1980. <laughs> my first movie going experience. I could have been in the theater, but my dad didn't like horror movies. And I would have been in a sack. So. Saw this movie with my parents <laughs> and my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome they took you to that. Yeah, I know. It's great. I also seen, um, I mean, I was probably young. I was still young just to uh, Fright Night. Whenever Fright Night first came out, I saw it at a movie theater on the Marine Base in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, which is where they filmed Full Metal Jacket. Oh, so, wow. I got to, so I got to watch Fright Night with a bunch of Marines. <laughs> And them yelling at the screen was like the best part of the movie. 
because they were just, you know, shit talking the movie the whole time. It was great. Good times. So now the mask that you're talking about, you want the original when they first distributed them out or do you want that's probably that's probably pricey i would say the if you could even find one of the originals are probably pretty pricey that's what i'm saying somebody needs to like redo them well they uh, i got it pulled up here on google halloween three pumpkin latex mask 32 dollars sweet and the skull is also 32 dollars so there you go. Your dream can come true for $32. Does that come with snakes and bugs, or do I got to provide those later? No, you just wear the mask and watch okay. them. Watch the show, or watch the video. The commercial, yeah. Yeah, the commercial. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And the witch is 52. How the hell does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot more. I guess there's more to it, more detail with the hat and all that, and the hair. I guess. Yeah, that's kind of confusing to me, but whatever. Yeah. I guess they have to make a different mold for it, like a bigger. Yeah, we missed out on a lot, man. I, I wish I was around when all this stuff was going on, too. I mean, uh, I guess as a teenager or young adult, I mean, all the stuff that they used to do for movies and promotions, you know, because um, I've watched the... Uh, documentary uh in search of darkness covering the awesome horror decade of the 80s yes very good um before we move on from that um up until i guess tomorrow night yeah if you order the uh you can order the db the blu-ray and then you get like you know up until midnight tomorrow night halloween night you can get the blu-ray and like a poster and pen package deal that that after after halloween you won't be able to order that one anymore so it's a really it's a pretty cool uh, little deal that you can get yes for that movie but yeah go ahead no no that's fine i mean shoot they uh they worked real hard on this i mean shoot it took a while to make this and they they got got a bunch of like people they do actors directors special effects people uh talking about horror movies and they have uh, Tom Atkins in there, and he's talking about the fog, of course, season uh, of the witch. He's talking about that, uh, and Night of the Creeps, and um, interesting stories, you know, uh, that that they share. And of course, John Carpenter shares a lot of stuff. Um, it's a must watch if you love that decade of horror. It's a must watch. And me and uh, William Von Grimm on my other podcast got to watch it because we got behind the Indiegogo or I'm sorry, the Kickstarter, um, like right when it was ending, we got in on that. Right. So we got the early stream, you know, as a reward for backing them. And I'll tell you what, I, what money well spent because it's just great. So, uh, definitely, uh, check it out. But yeah, all the stories they get to share, and I, I know you'll dig it because you like to, you know, hear stuff about behind the scenes, what happens, and all. Oh so, yeah, I love it. Oh yeah, you'll love this. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. So, do you think that um, see that like at the uh, end of the movie? <clears throat> I guess that's the last resort. The only thing. Uh, 
the only thing Tommy Lee Wallace can do to stop this now is to uh, convince <clears throat> radio or news local television stations to not show this commercial. Yeah, <laughs> and he he gets on the phone. And he calls somebody. I don't know who he called. I, I know there's not like one <clears throat> one company that controls all of the <laughs> yeah know, news nationwide. But he calls one person. Like... Um, do you think maybe he was just calling the local, like to save the local kids? And do you think he was successful, or do you think because uh, the movie ends without really telling us? Um, <laughs> just, just him, ends with him the screaming into the phone, <laughs> turn it off. You know. Um, do, but do you think that this movie had like a downer ending where every kid in the world who's wearing one of these masks, uh, head gets turned to mush and snakes, or do you think he stopped at least some of it? You know, uh, my thoughts on that, and that's what makes this movie great. Some of the greatest movies, they leave you hanging, you know, and it pisses some people off, but I think my interpretation of it was, uh, I don't think he got a hold of anybody. I think the Silver Shamrock Company uh, messed that up. Like, he thought he was talking to the TV station, and he wasn't. That's why he kept yelling, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. And I I don't think he was successful at all. I think the Silver Shamrock Company probably had some sort of thing where they answered and act like they were the TV station. That's my thoughts. Yeah, that makes sense, too. I would say that, well, I mean, like I said, there's no way he got hold of every station. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With all the affiliates that you have and local this and Leon. There's there's just no way he stopped it. I I don't think he did, Um, which means a bunch of kids died. And then you'd mentioned before about why did they do that? Why did they? What's the the kids part of it? Yeah. For some reason, I just it just popped like I'm sitting there thinking. Well, that's the only people they can get to wear the mask, right? You're not going to get a bunch of adults to do this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the, it's like the uh, toys and cereal and sugary cereals. You're going after the kids, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so that's I think that's why it's the kids because it's, um, you know, we sell them these masks with our chip in it. You know, they're going to want to get it. I guess it's an easier way to get a bunch of souls at the, at one time. I guess so. Kind of like a mass sacrifice, you know? Right. They wanted as many, like you said, as many souls as they could get. What better way than to trick a bunch of little innocent kids <laughs> to get this mask? Um, like if you could have, if they could have somehow manufactured some kind of beer that done the same thing, <laughs> then you would have got the adults involved. You know what I'm saying? A bunch like, of you know, men. <laughs> Two more days, get your silver shamrock beer ready to drink uh, only when this commercial is playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, I don't know how they could have marketed that. Yeah, for so I, I, would, I would say that's why the. Uh, um, that's why they have to, that's why they're using kids. Well. And like we said before, that's what this movie is an original idea. It's way underrated now. I and uh, now I don't think it is, but back in the day, it was underrated as hell. But now it's seen a resurgence. I think to where people are appreciating it, especially you know dum dums like me. You know when I was younger, and and that's my defense. I was young and stupid. But now that I appreciate movies a lot more and in, in in-depth stories, you know, I um, 
I get it. So um, that's that's what I got to say about this movie. I absolutely love it now. Um, but yeah, it's worth a watch, and I, I recommend it to anybody. It's a great movie. Yeah, I definitely recommend it to everybody. Um, definitely a good one to watch on Halloween. And I would, I'm sure that AMC is having the marathon uh, tomorrow, so you can probably tune in and catch it. I'm sure they'll be doing, you know, playing all the Halloween films like they do every year. Oh yeah, AMC, IFC, pretty much any channel you'll see Halloween and. It's a tradition of mine to watch the original Halloween and then I watch Rob Zombie's Halloween because I love that one too. So, all right. So I'll I'll give you a couple more little trivia's here before okay. we uh, before we end this episode here. Let's do um, it. So we had talked before, previously. I mentioned how disgusting it was <laughs> that yeah. the uh, the younger woman, you know, was really into Tom Atkins. <laughs> Uh, this is the second John Carpenter produced film. The first being The Fog, where Tom Atkins plays a character who winds up having sex with a y- much younger woman who makes the first move on him. Like the women, the young women are going after him. Yeah. So I'm wondering if Tom Atkins went to, you know, he's like, hey, you know, make me this. Make me the next Tom Selleck, John Carpenter, please. (laughs) (laughs) So he just has like young women throwing themselves at him. Or some kind of deal that they had. Maybe. Uh, The fluid that comes out of the robot's mouths. Orange juice. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Wow. That's that's crazy. all right, so uh, th- this this refers to the ending we were just talking about. Um, after Daniel yells "Stop it!" on the phone at the very end of the film, the screen mm-hmm. cuts to black. Then the end credits. Originally, the ending theme wasn't going to be played during the credits. Instead, it was supposed to be all the screams of millions of children being murdered. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, director man. Tommy Lee Wallace decided not to add this so the ending could be ambiguous and add a possibility that they were saved. I'm going to go with the uh, original ending that you just hear a bunch of kids screaming and snakes and crickets come out of their eyeballs. <laughs> well, you know, like we were talking about before, that's why I like it is because it leaves you like, did it, did he do something? I mean, you know, that would just totally be like, oh man, I guess all those kids are dying. Well, that's crazy. Well, and it kind of makes sense for the time it came out, too. They're like, you can't put that on the screen. Yeah, even though it's just audio. Um, oh, so, it, oh, okay. So it was yeah, just yeah, audio? Just audio. It's yeah, screaming? Just yeah, just wow, that... <laughs> And then instead of playing the theme song, they just had a bunch of kids screaming. Holy crap. That would have been free. That would have been effective. Like, you imagine seeing that in a the theater. You know what I'm saying? The theater goes completely black, and you just hear a bunch of kids screaming. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um. <laughs> And, of course, keeping with the uh, ending thing there. So besides this film, um, another John Carpenter film that also ends with an ambiguous-like ending is The Thing. Oh, of course. And, of course, yeah, yeah, that is who's The Thing in the end. Yeah, there's speculation. Which I think... I was watching something the other day, and I believe that... 
the Thing video game on Xbox answers that question. It does. And I always tell (laughs) dude, I always tell people, they're like, man, that Thing remake, it kind of sucked. I'm like, if you want a sequel to The Thing, you have to play the Xbox game. Because I bought that shit when it came out, and I played it till I finished it. And it was great. Yeah, but apparently in that game, well, I'm not gonna. I don't want to. Well, I'll spoil it. Yeah, screw it. it whatever. <laughs> you don't want to hear the. End. You don't want to hear this. Turn it off now and then come back. Um, just use your thirty second skip button there. Uh, but I guess in the game, towards the end, somehow, somewhere, um, Kurt Russell shows up. Yeah, he does in a helicopter. Yeah. But does that really answer the question though? Was he the thing, or was did did he survive and leave and come back, or is he come? Is he is he the thing? You know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, you are. No, I I think he survived and he came back to help him out. It, well, that's what the video game leads you to believe. Okay. Yeah. See, I thought maybe also it could have been like he was the thing, right? And he escapes. And let's say he's out there making other things, but then comes back. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. If you know, that I wish they would make horror games like they used to with the Xbox and PS2. They had so many underrated horror games that not a lot of people talk about. And that is one of them. I remember being so impressed, and it sounds funny now. But I was so impressed with that thing game because you're with your your squad and you're walking in and then you go into this broken down lab area. And one of the guys, you hear him go, oh, my God. And he starts making throw up sounds and you look and he's throwing up. I was like, holy shit, that's badass. You know, (laughs) the time it came out, it was just so cool that the, you know, they were reacting to the atmosphere or, or the setting. So oh, yeah. I, I, I love that game. I would love to have it again. I wish I still had my Xbox so I could play it. I was going to say, it may be backwards compatible at this point. You may be able to find a copy of it and or just download it through the, uh, like, purse it digitally or something. Yeah, or you, you could have to find, see. You could, I, I know there's something I could find that I could get it. But, yeah, it's just to have the copy, because I had a copy of it. I had to have it. That's what I'm game. saying. If you, um, if, you, if you have, like, the original Xbox copy, and it's backwards compatible, you can play it on your Xbox One. You put the disc in, it reads the disc, and then just downloads the digital oh, copy. Okay. Oh. It, it just has to be backwards compatible first. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, highly recommend if you want a sequel to that. <laughs> play that game. Yes. Very good. I liked it. Um, but yeah, so do you, and you also recommend Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, right? Of course. Yes. What's your rating on it? There's not enough pretties I could say. <laughs> There's just not. It's just like well, I was going to say, what we should have done for our rating is um, you, you, you would have to sing the theme song. But the number of days till Halloween is what you're rating it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so if I was giving it like a five. Yeah, yeah. Five more days till Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, they'd do it that way. That'd be your rating. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with. Uh, nah, I'll have to go with. Uh, man. Well, judging on the rating system that you have created, 
I would have to say that it'd be eight more days of Halloween. Halloween. That's what I think. And I will also give it eight more days till Halloween. Halloween. There you go. <laughs> that's going to be our new rating system for every other movie now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we created no. a monster here. No, it's it's really good. Like I said, um, yeah. Yeah, I saw it when it came out on home video, and I'm assuming 82, 83 sometime. Probably 82, considering how bad it done in the theaters. And I've loved it ever since. Um, um, I was never upset that there was no Michael Myers in it. Um, because I, for some reason, I always knew it was just a different, you know, different story. You know, it was just, you know, it was just had the Halloween title, you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I always liked it. I recommend it. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Like I said, tomorrow, I'm sure it's going to be playing on AMC or ifc or ufc ufc (laughs) one of those damn nbc something that ends with a c (laughs) is going to be showing this movie tomorrow (laughs) and probably all the other halloween movies um so yeah definitely check it out sure sci-fi will be showing the leprechaun trilogy or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're like well everybody else on halloween i guess we'll show leprechaun yeah Guess we'll do our Sharknado marathon. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, I do want to say before we get on out of here, um, it's already been released, and I can't say enough good things about this movie. Uh, I was able to uh, see a screener of it, uh, but Midnight Devils. Um, I think everybody should check that movie out. Uh, Abel Berry, Jen Stone. Um, Stoneberry Productions put this out and it's just a it's a great it's a great movie and I like the story and um how they made the Wendigo look in this thing is just fucking wicked as hell so uh awesome story check it out you know I, I recommend seeing that movie and uh where can they find it at uh right now there is a and I'll share it on our group um it's uh it's a square space. So he's selling, he's selling the DVDs and the Blu-ray through his, uh, square store. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be streaming anywhere because of the, uh, the unfortunate and horrible thing that the go digital and all them are doing to these independent, uh, filmmakers. Right. To I get would, them on I these would prefer to ha- I would prefer a physical copy anyway. So. Oh, for sure. And there's cool little, uh, packs he has. There's one, it's the ultimate pack. It has, the blue a special edition Blu-ray, a signed poster, and a freaking Midnight Devils T-shirt, um, which I have a Midnight Devils T-shirt, and it's very comfortable. And it's been through a couple washes, hadn't shrunk at all. So definitely uh, get in on that. I think there's only uh, so many. I think there's a hundred, and I think there has to be. Once they're gone, uh, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone until they print and, more. Yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't know, but yeah, Midnight Devils, check it out. Yeah, definitely, I would definitely have to check that one out. Um, there was also something else that I seen. Um, I want to say that the Stranded uh, Indiegogo, they're yes. offering some kind of special on up until the. They were offering it, some kind of special or something. Um, it's uh, yeah, um, on on Friday, it's uh, Free Perks Friday. They started this, and all it costs you is one little dollar, 
and um yeah free perks friday you get in uh you get a, a chance to win uh, a lot of awesome prizes one of them being uh credited in the movie as a badass motherfucker yeah. so um and of course you know we're 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 paying attention to all these Indiegogos, and there's so many. But I do want to mention one that you shared that okay, I'm very right interested in. I may be surprised at this one. <laughs> <clears throat> Carrie shares a lot. Um, Friday the 13th uh, fan film. Uh, the game. Oh, the 8-bit, yes. Yes. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, that looks like it's going to be pretty good. It looks pretty sweet, and <clears throat> I hope they reach their mark because I think that's going to be a treat for everybody. It already looks cool. The guy that's making it, I, uh, forgive me, I don't remember his name. We'll put all the information uh, in the show notes. Yeah, we'll, we will. But uh, 20 years experience in making films, so you know it ain't going to be a hunk of junk or nothing. So... Yeah, and just looking at the pictures, it looks like they're also going to have, like, the... Because if, if no one's ever played Friday 13th, the video game on the NES, um, <laughs> you didn't just fight Jason. <laughs> you fought zombies for some yep. reason. And I think that those are going to be in this movie, which is going to be interesting. I just hope he has the birds also. Because <clears throat> you would have, like, birds flying past you. And you got the rocks at them. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, so they yeah, that yeah, I forgot about that and that looks really good. I hope yeah, I hope they actually get the get to make that one there. So yeah, everybody I mean if you're if you want to see these films, you know, chip in a buck. There you help, go. Help them out. And you know what? I'm just going to say it because it needs to be said. It only costs a buck to be a part of a podcast from beneath Patreon. Yes. You know, and it, it, it is a ghost town with one guy in there, and that one guy is me, <laughs> one dog, just hanging out by myself. So get in on the Patreon for this show. It's to make the show better. This is not for us to go buy Ferraris or anything. It's for us to, for this show to grow, for our our podcast network to grow. Yeah, so we can, uh, we can obviously, we can get, you know, better equipment. Which, if you've listened to some of our episodes, you know that we need. <laughs> um, it, Help us you know, get a soundproof booth for there Billy. You go. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, but yeah, we could, um, yeah, it's for purchasing, uh, let's say, ad space or, uh, you know, movies to watch for the show. If there's, you know, new movies coming out that we want to review. Yeah, anything like that. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, nothing nothing illegal what are we doing with this money yeah it's it's to help the show and of course any any contribution is appreciated and if you're like i don't want to give you a dollar well give us a review yeah give us Go a review on iTunes or something uh, yeah and uh and get a little bit more rambunctious and start making some noise on the uh the facebook group um the people we have in there they're awesome um we appreciate you guys um we appreciate anything that we get. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to shout out self, uh, you know, a little selfless promotion kind of oh, thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're talking to all, we're talking to you, all 16 of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to you, Billy, put in a dollar. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, yeah. We didn't have to pick on him. He, he ain't here. This evening. Yeah. We forgot to mention that, uh, you know, he's off. He, he's having some, uh, 
some he's got some things going on. I don't yeah, want to go into he, detail. It's nothing well, bad. It's it's good, but I just I'll let him tell you when he comes back. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let him know right now. It, okay. He, it was a bear rapage accident. Bear rapage accident. <laughs> <laughs> He pulled a Leo DiCaprio in the woods. Yes, that's what Get it was. better, Billy. We're there for you. So where can they find you on the internet? Well, they can find me. Um, I got a Twitter. It's at, they call me Mr. Poe. You can see all that I'm involved in. Uh, of course, this lovely podcast I'm on right now. And of course, the other awesome podcast, The Brainchild of... Uh, me and William Von Grimm, the Poe and Grimm podcast. You can check us out there. Uh, and um, no, Stop there for a second, because you recently started doing um, <clears throat> some interesting episodes that I've been enjoying, and they're the small cuts. <laughs> yeah. Very uh, those are Thank you. Thank you. Um, I really enjoy listening to those. It's, uh, not, it's not any one topic. It's not any one movie. It's uh, It's basically what William does best go off the rails <laughs> for a short episode you know and, <laughs> and he gets all the credit for uh the our tagline uh small slices and deep cuts um yeah we really enjoy the small slice episodes because we're more relaxed and we talk about everything we're kind of into and what we've seen and all this stuff but, um, yeah, uh, lately we've been very active uh, with our interviews and people's Indiegogos, uh, getting the word out for them. And it's just been a blast. And I know we're going to be doing that a lot more often on this show. I know um, there's a couple people we're talking to to see if they can't come on here and talk to us on, on this little show. Um, but, yeah, I mean, stay tuned. I mean, 2020 is around the corner. And I see nothing but great things for both of our shows. Um, and, of course, um, B-Movie TV. I'm on there as well. Sci-Fi Sideshow. Sundays at 8. And uh, On the Roku. Yeah. On the Roku. The Roku. Oh people, people will be switching through their cable channels trying to figure out why <laughs> the show's not on. I am not that good. Um, yeah, it's on the Roku. Uh, it's a linear channel. B-Movie TV. Go search channels. Download the app. Takes two seconds. And there's a bunch of awesome talent on there as well for other shows. Original shows. And, of course, the man himself, uh, Ken Ace Brewer. And he's working on Death Part 5. It should be coming out pretty soon. Right on. And you can find me on Twitter. Where I'm only on there to uh, apparently piss off Jeffrey Combs. But <laughs> you can find me at 1313 Inc. <laughs> on Twitter. And you can find all the other, other information for this show, all the shows on our network. That includes this show, Pungar Podcast, Beards and Brews. You can find all the information for everything on our website, which is 1313 Inc. Dot wordpress.com yes yeah. so we haven't came up with an ending for this show yet so we're just going to end it now okay with an okay <laughs> no no <laughs> no thanks everybody for listening appreciate you love you yep, yep. thanks for listening until next They're time coming to get you barbara it has been established 
the persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. The unburied dead are coming back to 